you're always going to learn something new. There's always going to be a mistake. There's always ways to improve. And where you are right now is just fine. Mess it up. Mess it like just mess up on purpose. This is what I tell my clients. I was like, I want you to go into a conversation and mess up on purpose and see what happens. And you'll mm -hmm. notice the world doesn't end. And sometimes they actually like you more because you're not so pretentious or anything like that. Right. But human. And they're like, oh, okay. Oh, they I mess can work up. With I it. can mess up. Everything, you know, is fine. <laughs> Welcome back to the Own Your Awkward podcast. I'm your host, Andy Vargo, and every episode we get into what has made our guests vulnerable and how they've learned how to own their awkward in order to live their best life. Stay tuned so you can hear every awkward moment in today's show. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Own Your Awkward. I am super, super excited to have one of my newest, most amazing friends, Ifat Cohen. It is such a pleasure to have you and to get to know you lately. How are you today? Fantastic. Thanks for having me. Thank you for being here. Well, we're going to get into it in a little bit later to talk about what you do, but Ifat has taught me so much about AI and how to use it in the world in a way that is genuine and authentic to make life simpler. Uh, and I'm probably dumbing down exactly what you do. You do amazing things. Thank you. Uh, yeah, you know, it's very it's very interesting where we are today with the development of AI and thought leadership, right? Mm -hmm. I'm wondering when this whole like, hey, here's a new hack. That <laughs> trend of stuff is going to die down and people actually you are going to use it as part of their stuff and not like a little buzzword. But uh, we're in amazing times right now. Yeah, and I, I swear, so before I met you, which was about three weeks ago, I had not experienced any AI as far other than just what I saw out there on the, the scary internet. And I, I had not used it myself. I thought, you know, I was one of those, nope, it's not for me. I'm I'm a purist. I'm going to make all of my content. And just in the one hour workshop you did, it was, it just, oh, it was like my mind was blown. I was like, I don't have to give up being who I am to use this to make life easier, better, more efficient, and, and to give more of the stuff that I want to give to the world. So, Yeah, you know, I, uh, I think this is one of the biggest misconceptions, right? Um, and of course, we have different types of people. So different people would use it in different ways. And there's going to be plagiarism and scamming and all that stuff. Sure. But we had all that stuff before AI. Mm -hmm. right? So the criminals will know how to criminalize regardless. Uh, but this is really allowing thought leaders like yourself to be like, okay, I don't have time to do my business and create business videos about my business and write copy and do this and come to market and that. it just speeds up this entire thing and allows you to really, um, you know, bring your ideas to life way faster. Yeah. And, and that's one of the things that was just eye opening was being able to use it. To, to spark ideas and to that I then go take and run with. Right, right. And actually like just testing, testing stuff, right? Like the AB split testing and image split testing. And there's like stuff where I would love to draw, but my, my mind, you know, my hand and my brain don't work together. <laughs> right. And so now I can like express in words what I want. It's not really exactly there yet, but it comes up with like really amazing stuff. Um, so I think, you know, like imagine this, now we have to describe in words what we want, right? And we have to be very, very specific with the words that we're choosing to, choosing to get the input, the, the ex, the, uh, uh, to get the input in, right? And get what we want back. 
Right. How amazing will that be for relationships? Like if I can tell you, Andy, this is <laughs> yeah. specifically what I want, you'll be like, okay, great. Here it is. <laughs> yeah. I don't need to guess anymore. Right? Yeah. I know you know how to express yourself. And you think about how many uh, misunderstandings, arguments, you know, broken down deals have happened because of simple miscommunications. Right. And now we're going like, okay, I want this in blue, white, five inches to the left, right? Like I know <laughs> how to express exactly what I want so that exactly. the computer understands, the human will understand. <laughs> exactly. I love that. Well, uh, before we get in and, and, and get you to share what your awkward thing is, um, I'm curious, what's the most positive thing you see going on in the world right now? What's the most positive? I think the opportunities, right? Like if someone has ideas right now, but not a lot of, uh, not a lot of know-how specifically in programming or design or that stuff, but they have a great idea. There are so many opportunities right now where you can come in and you can test your ideas and bring them to life faster, right? And you're not depending on like 12 years of learning code, <laughs> right? So it's right. it's like, I think we can have a lot of, um, well, there's so many things, right? So a lot of a lot of people can be more creative and bring their stuff out there. Uh, on the flip side, you know, where we have like depression and suicide and tons of mental illness, um, the right use of AI can really help with that. There's a there's a, an app or a website called Replica. Have you heard of that? Mm -hmm. I haven't heard of that. Uh, that sounds familiar, but I. I'm not remembering what it was. So Replica is like, a, it's like a companion. It's like your AI companion. Okay, yeah, okay. Right? And what's interesting with that is that it's not only like a chat thing, but it has, like you create an avatar and it's on your phone and you can go with AR. So you can actually walk in with your digital companion on your phone for walks and whatever. Um, and a lot of people are saying that that helps them feel more connected because it's not judgmental. It checks up on them. It encourages okay. them. It's like, you know, Granted, yeah. it's basic, right? It's not a psychologist or a thing, right. but it makes people feel, you know, not commit suicide. So that's good already. <laughs> right. Yeah. It feels like there's some connection to, to somebody. Yeah. Which is I, interesting, I right? Like how will the world change when you start talking to AIs instead of humans? Yeah, that will be an interesting evolution, won't it? You know, and I just really appreciate you calling out how much opportunity there really is, because I think sometimes we get caught up in the bound the the things that are holding us back the things that are barricades to moving forward and yet that might just hold you up from one opportunity but there are countless opportunities when once you walk around that or past that or turn around and you look behind you like oh there's there's four that i just walked past because i was so focused on getting past this one hurdle yeah right and there's so many uh there's so many people right now that are still not aware of what's happening, right? There's, mm -hmm. like I always say, there's like three types of people. There are the geeks like me that go like, oh my God, <laughs> this is awesome, ah! right? And there are the doomsday people. Ah, I'm going to be replaced. There's no need for me anymore. This right. is bad. And then I think the majority is kind of like, huh? What happened? <laughs> <laughs> what is happening around me right well, now? I don't know. <laughs> never heard of this thing. Leave me alone. I don't care. Yeah. Um, I, I, and I love and that. so like if you are one of those geeks that are going like, oh my God, this is so cool. And you're finding ways to help those who are like, huh? There's mm -hmm. so much, so many things you can do. Uh, why just put, helping them do that stuff? Yeah. So that is super exciting. Yeah. I feel like I'm, I'm one of those um, everybody else with geek tendencies. Like I have my moments of like, 
oh wow now that i know i gotta jump in but the rest of the time i'm just going what's what's happening <laughs> it's a lot and it's very very fast right like i've never seen anything develop this quickly yeah. uh before and gain mass adoption like that fast and it's like it feels like every day something new coming up and you're like i'm not catching up i'm not catching up right right yeah, it's just the, like really really fast yeah the speed the speed alone is is a lot just to keep up with but but you know you keep up with whatever you can and, and we're all on that same level of we can only learn so much or we cannot delegate to the ai to do yeah, that stuff exactly it's like okay <laughs> Learn this and help me help me figure out how to use it. <laughs> right. Dude, you know how much stuff? So uh, people are like, uh, we should not have ChatGPT in schools. And I'm like, dude, it's just a tool, right? Like I right. use ChatGPT to learn about investment in real estate. Mm -hmm. Right. I'm like, hey, what are the options? What happens if you do that? What if you don't, blah, blah, blah. right? Like you can use it as a, as a trusted advisor to mm -hmm. teach you stuff. Right. right. So if you're super interested in a topic rather than like, watching like a bunch of videos online, you can totally dive deep with this one tool mm -hmm. and learn really, really fast. And it's, so it can be, it's just a tool, right? It can be used for better, for worse, right. for like all that stuff. But it's really amazing what comes up from it. Right, and that's a really good reminder. Like the tools are not the, they don't have the qualities, the virtues of good or bad. It's, they, they are there and they can get used either way. Right, right. And so it's just like how you use it. and. Think about all the interesting stuff that you are geek, you know, want to geek out of. You mm -hmm. don't have the time. You don't know the specific people that, you know, um, and you just dive in, dive deep with that tool, right? I mean, there, there's so many cool things that can come out of it. Definitely. Now, uh, speaking of geeking out, I could learn from you and, and talk about this for hours. And we're going to come back to specifically what you do with people with AI in a minute. But before we do that, I really... I want to put you on the spot and know what your awkward thing is. Uh, that's what the world's tuning into here today. What What is your awkward thing you thought that uh, you've had to own? That I had to own? Um, so I think the last one that I shared with you was me getting punched very mm -hmm. nicely, like oh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> during my Kav Maga thing. Um, I discovered during, you know, so I've been doing Kav Maga for like five years now. I'm a green belt. Uh, I do jujitsu on Saturdays and stuff. And I was always the top of my class, right? Like I'm, I'm the geek. I'm the one that gets it. I'm the teacher's pet, right? I'm the best at everything I do. And, and then I, I learned. Saying, the short time I've known you, that's one thing you guys should know. Yvonne is all in. <laughs> yeah, right? And it's like, I go in there and my arms and my legs and my head don't move at the same time and there's just like no coordination whatsoever and the last video the last image that i shared with you was amazing because i'm sparring with my instructor granted he's you know black belt time 10 and i'm sure. saying right way faster than me and stuff but i'm watching the video and i was like wow i'm a real punching bag like i don't move you know, oh, I just wow. like stand there and I get hit and hit and hit and hit um, until I'm like, and he's like, okay, this is not working. You want to try something else? <laughs> like, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. So, you know, watching yourself back and realizing like how much you are not on top of your game and things are not working right and you're getting punched a billion times and you're not doing anything with that and the processor is not moving as fast as it should be moving to get you out of situations uh, 
can be very uncomfortable and awkward, right? Mm -hmm. uh, but I think that like in that awkwardness, in those moments, this is where you learn the best, right? Like this is where like, okay, next time, move, right? right. Learn how to do this without that. Right? Um, and it's very much about controlling your emotions because I realized that with me, it's like, I'll get punch, 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 punch. And there'll be a point where I'm like, ah, bah, and then I go forward. Mm -hmm. Right. And I was like, I need to find that moment without getting punched and without getting mad. <laughs> right. I was like, right. if I can just move before all that stuff happened, that'll be fantastic. Uh, it's been five years, still haven't figured that out. So hopefully. I love <laughs> right. I, I love that self-reflection though, of, of looking back and watching the image or watching the video and seeing it play in real time later where you have an objective view. And what, what came to my mind was your frustration with your mind not being able to create the reaction fast enough. And all of a sudden I had this correlation of if only you had AI <laughs> for while you're doing it, like make me react faster. Why? Uh, yeah, you know, there's some stuff and I think it's very good for business as well, right? Like mm -hmm. everything we do, we expect it to succeed in the first time, right? right? Like, hey, I've been in class for five years. Why am I not able to just slip punches? You know, yeah. I've been working on this for so long. Why is it not coming naturally, right? Uh, and even in business, like I've been doing this so long. Why am I not, you know, the top of my, why am I not where I think I need to be? Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. And usually where I think I need to be is so not like, it's, it's not even where you want to be. It's like, you're comparing yourself to other people in your industry going like, oh, they're doing this. I should be right. Right. Rather than going like, wait a second, this is me right now. This is what's happening right now. Uncomfortable. Right. What can I change? Just this one thing to make this one thing work better. And we don't right. do that. We're like, oh my God, I need to do webinars and I need to do courses <laughs> and I need to do this and whatever, right? And we're not just going with that, like, okay, what's that one little tweak that if I do that consistently, right? And get that one thing better, uh, it will change everything. Right. And when you're looking at all these experts, that's exactly what they're doing, right? They're doing one thing. They're only Facebook ads. They're only this thing. They found their clarity and that's all they're doing. While we are like, no, I need this and I need this because that worked for him and that worked for him and mm -hmm. I need to be there. So it's a very interesting correlation between like being uncomfortable and going like, okay, let's see what's going on. Slow down, slow down. Yeah. <laughs> Figure it out. <laughs> Make a change. <laughs> yeah. One of my good friends and I, uh, we're both, you know, trying to build our businesses and grow our, our following and all that. And we'll see things. It's like, oh, just like you said, they got this and they got that. And one of the things we say to each other is that that's not your path. Like, you know, we're on our own path and we have to remember that the opportunity someone else had are great for them and like you talked about opportunities there are so many opportunities out there we get so caught up in the opportunities other people are having that we're overlooking all the stuff around us so right and we we don't it's hard to stay present right especially with all that information yeah. at you right yeah so hard to be like no this is what i'm doing that's it right uh but imagine not being present while punches come in your way. Yeah. <laughs> That's a very great way to meditate. <laughs> like, okay, I need to be just here, just now. That's just this thing happening. Uh, so Definitely. it's a great mental exercise for entrepreneurs. Now, have you noticed, um, since you've been watching yourself and seeing those punches, have you noticed where you have been able to step back into that moment and watch for that or be able to recreate it sooner? Have you figured out a trick to say, I got to ignite that reaction? Yes, it doesn't work all the time, sadly. Mm -hmm. uh, but the trick is uh, get out of my mind, 
right? Okay. Just get out of my head and not plan like, okay, they're going to do this and I'm going to do this and then wait for that stuff that never comes. And right into it. Like if I'm relaxed, then it becomes like a salsa dance, right? Then it's like, oh. okay, we're just moving together, yeah. right? And I'm just reacting to what's happening. But if I'm so in my head, I'm stiff uh, and, and I'm not moving and I'm like very much, oh my God, what's going to happen? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So rela yeah. relaxing, right? And that's also good for um, you in your business, right? Like mm -hmm. sometimes we're so set on the goal. No, I'm going to do a webinar and 500 people. Oh, it's going to be awesome. And that's going to be my breakthrough, right? And you forget the, no, relax, enjoy the stuff. Because right. you know why I was so set on getting my green belt. Um, and I was like, I, because I was so ready for the, I was so ready for it. And this gym is not handing out belts. Like you have to earn it. And the right. test is, is a nightmare. It's like five hours of everything. And, uh, and so the first time I didn't have a good partner. And in the first hour, she almost broke my nose, kicked me in the head. It was a big mess. Oh no. Yeah. It was, it was horrible. <laughs> um, I was crying. Like this is not like, what I signed up for. Oh, this is bad. <laughs> Uh, and I didn't get my belt. And I was like, you know what? The hell with this thing. You know that. Uh -huh. <laughs> uh, <laughs> a bunch of him. Why am I doing this? I'm there every day. This is so cool. <laughs> um, and, and then I went and I took it again and I got it again. Right. But I was like, okay, nothing changed. Now I have the belt and I keep going the same way I went before. And I keep practicing this. Like nothing changed from before having it or having it. Right. right. It, like, so you had a great webinar, you yeah. had, uh, you know, you made $500,000, you're going to wake up the next morning and serve your clients, create right. content, build relationship, mm -hmm. write emails, you know, it'll be this like, like those yeah. highlights are just like, okay. <laughs> yeah, We have that idea that once this happens, I'll, I'll feel complete. I'll, you know, like all this superpower will be bestowed upon us and we'll wake up and we're just going to be like radiating sunshine and light around the world and, you know, peace is happening and everything. And you wake up, and you're like, I'm on the same pillow in the same sheets in the same bed, eating the same breakfast. Like my life didn't change overnight. What, what in the world? Why? So that, that can't be the answer. Yeah. And so learning that, right? Like learning that it's like, it's not those peak moments. It's the, the everyday Mm -hmm. journey that needs to be fun um i think that's the biggest mind mindset shift that i had with cov right like right it's just something you do you're an athlete you go running every day right now, right you finish the marathon you still run <laughs> it doesn't yeah. matter <laughs> and 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 you've made some really good clarifications on how to tie this into your business because like you said all of the all of these lessons translate i'm curious have you noticed a change in the results in your business since you've been able to take that approach? Yeah. So I decided to not sell courses anymore. So all my courses that were like, you know, high ticket courses and do all that stuff, um, pay what you want, get access to this. I don't, you know, I'm like, I'm tired of forcing people to better themselves, right? Mm -hmm. Like I'm not in business of convincing. So that was one thing, right? Like I'm out of that. Yeah. Uh, change the entire business model to only doing um, done for you services and masterminds. That's it. Right. Mm -hmm. So working with a smaller group of people, higher tickets, getting better results, better personalization. But I keep telling all my clients, I was like, dude, there's, 
you cannot personally serve more than five to 10 people, honestly, mm -hmm. right? Right. Like if you had your clients and you had to spend an hour with them and look at their stuff and really get it, right. that's a lot of work, right? Yeah. Um, so if you charge 3000 a month, right? And your thing is like, okay, I just want 10K, you work with three people. Right. That's it, right? Yeah. So all the hustle and bustle and all that stuff and the vanity numbers, are, that's just noise. We can mm -hmm. only work with a small group of people, right? Uh, and I, when, that, when I realized that, I was like, okay, who do I want to work with? Right. Mm -hmm. And so now it changes. It's kind of like, no, you're too much. You know, we don't vibe. So it's yeah. Not work, right. And then life becomes so much easier because you're like, oh, I'm excited to talk to this person today because they're fun and they're cool right. and getting results. Right. And then it's just everything is like easier. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is like, we don't realize that <laughs> running a team, like if you had 500 clients, right, mm -hmm. you need customer support, you need right. trainers. You need bigger systems. You need. Do you want that headache? Right. <laughs> yeah. Do you want to be managing a team of people and and, and a, a whole business? Like, that's a really good point. Right. And so people don't realize, like, the stages, right? Like, mm -hmm. if you're Jeff Bezos and you're running, like, what is it, 200,000 employees? Right. Fudge, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's a whole city of, of people. <laughs> right? And it's and like, is that what you want? Because it's like, sometimes we think that, you know, Having a thousand customers is amazing, isn't mm -hmm. it? <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, like, yeah, I don't know if it is. <laughs> so you have to decide for yourself, kind of like, okay, what is, you know, what's my lifestyle? Like, how do I want to pass my days? How much time do I want to spend with people? How much time do I want to myself? How do I streamline that stuff? And maybe becoming a three to five million dollar company CEO is not for you. Mm -hmm. And it's totally okay, right? Like, right. 10K, 15K a month. Awesome. Yeah. Talking to five people. Sweet. Yeah. That's one of the things I, I tell people, like when I'm coaching, I was like, I'm a little different in that. I'm not saying you have to be this thing. It's like, if you, if you're, if you want to sleep in in the morning, great, but you have to accept that this is, you know, the life you're going to have is that, you know, you have to create things around the times that you're working and the amount of uh, activity you're putting in. But the first step is just to accept what life do you really want? And then build in whatever changes that fit into that and that work around it and play off your strengths. It's not about going, Oh, I have to be like Jeff Bezos or I have to be like so-and-so, which great. If you want to go for it, then we'll work on those tools. But if not, let's not waste all this time and energy. And I think the biggest challenge is, is like, since you're going to high school and all that stuff, nobody asks you what you want. Mm -hmm. Right. It's always like, okay, you're going to go to college. Do right. I want to go to college? Right? Like, what do you want to be in college? Like, at this age, it's like, you don't know anything yet, right? Like, what is yeah. your passion? What are you good at? You don't know. Mm -hmm. So all you know is like, ooh, YouTube star, YouTube star, 50 million a day. <laughs> well, uh, right? right. Oh, yeah. be famous. For what? <laughs> yeah, I, I used to say up until a few years ago, it's like, I still don't know what I want to do when I grow up. And this was when I was, you know, in my late thirties. And then I, yeah. you know, I finally figured out like right now, I'm really happy with what I'm doing. And I finally figured it out. That doesn't mean that it'll be forever, Quite. but you know, how can you expect somebody at 18 or 16 to commit to a path for the rest of their life? Right. Yeah. Right. And I hope that this AI thing is actually going to change that because if it comes in and now instead of having to spend eight hours doing something, you only spend four hours, right? Mm -hmm. What do you do with the rest of the four hours? 
Are you going to read books? Are you going to vegetate in front of Netflix? Are you going to go exercise? Are you going right. to, you know, like, I think COVID kind of gave us a little bit of a perspective on that, right? Like, if I don't have anything to wake up for in the morning, mm -hmm. what do I do? Well, right. people started baking. Yeah, right. right. <laughs> but, but it's a very interesting thing, right? Because we tie our value to these ideas that we have in our head of our titles and our positioning and our stuff. Mm -hmm. And I think yeah, that's kind of like the where the mental illness illness I, comes in. I do feel like during during the shutdown during COVID, the people who were the furthest away from figuring themselves out are the ones who had the biggest panic attacks with that downtime. Because, you know, for those of us who were already on a mission in one way or another, it was like it was very freeing. It was like, wow, look at how much noise was just taken off my schedule. I, I can I can actually really focus on what I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, right. So there were a lot of people in the marketing area that just like quadrupled their businesses. Yeah. Because they knew what to do and they had the audience and stuff. And then the rest of them were like at home fighting with their spouse, not liking their kids. <laughs> right. right. Realizing like, wait, once all the once all the distractions are gone and I can't leave every night to go find an escape, now I have to sit with my decisions and the life I've created and think, is this really what I want? Yeah. And maybe right now this is kind of like our you know, our awakening from that time of like, mm -hmm. okay, so now we're kind of getting back to it. And what do I really want? And my friend was just saying like, you know what, this is really bad because a lot of people realize they don't like to work <laughs> <laughs> and they don't want to go to work anymore. Yeah. Right. And I was like, okay, here comes AI. <laughs> yeah. So if you don't want to, then how do you create a life that gives you what you want? And, and maybe it's the wrong work that, that right. you don't want to do, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And coming to your thing, how many people were had to deal with their awkwardness during that time mm -hmm. and not really liking all right. these feelings and stuff, right? Yeah. It's really easy to set a conversation aside as long as there's something else happening. You can say, I'm not going to have this conversation with my partner or I'm not going to talk to my boss about this as long as there's a project we have to be distracted by. So I'm just not going to deal with whatever issues. And that very much correlates with the conversations we need to have with ourselves. Where it's like, oh, you know what? I'm I'm fine. I'm ha I'm quote unquote happy. Like, you know, we're just doing the thing and doing what yeah. everybody says. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that American life is not the ultimate dream, right? The American right. dream is not the ultimate dream. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And and but that's the best part about where we're at is that that dream doesn't have to be within certain confines. Right. So. Right. Right. It's, it's yeah. going to be really amazing to see what, like when people let their imagination loose and they're just getting over that fear factor mm -hmm. of like screwing up. Yeah. That's one thing that Cobb made me. I was like, okay, I'm going to screw up, right? You just like leave your feelings at home, mm -hmm. come in, screw up, well, learn from it, right? So the same thing here. Yeah. And something out there, screw up. That's one thing I, I, when you mentioned that fear, like when you made that decision to not put all these workshops, just cancel all these classes and courses that you have out there and just kind of step away from that was that a scary decision no actually it was very uh freeing okay. because like think about how much time you have to put in selling a course mm -hmm. and i really think that a course is just the obstacle between the client and the results they want right because mm. now you go like oh i want this i'm like no problem in three months i'll get you there and you have right. to watch all these things right and you have to do all that stuff and eventually you'll get there and most people don't have three months and they don't have the patience and all the information is already on YouTube anyway, 
right? Mm -hmm. um, so really what you need is to pick my brain, right? And I'm like, so to pick my brain, you can either get me as a coach, you can join my community and get mm -hmm. me, you know, um, or we can do it for you and you don't have to learn anything, right? right? So it was kind of like, okay, let's take the mm -hmm. stuff that like makes life difficult that people don't want to do anyway. Um, that makes them feel really bad, right? Because you buy a course and then you don't do it and then you feel bad that you wasted the money and then right. you don't get the results that you want. <laughs> Right. And you as the course seller, you're competing with a billion other coaches and courses right. and stuff. Right. Udemy is fantastic for 10, 20 bucks. Mm -hmm. Right. Like why would someone pay you $3,000 for your course? Right. Right. So that's, these are all these fallacies that are running right. online. Oh, yeah. you want a high ticket client? Oh, you want another thing? We're going to get you that stuff. <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, and the other stuff is like, I think now we're getting to a point where trust is like almost completely gone um, online. Mm. and nobody knows if you're for real or not, right? right. And, and, and everybody can come up with the beautiful text and copy and stuff because uh -huh. of ChatGPT, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. And I think it's going to be so much harder to just be like, no, buy my course, no, buy my course. I'm better than this, I'm better than that, right? Right. So you need yep. this personal relationship, and for that, you don't need courses. Exactly. I, I love that. It's just such a freeing approach. What, you know, one of my favorite... Um, ads to just roll my eyes at or whatever you see the the coach or the instructor that is on the beach with like the falling over picket fence in front of the beach and it's this tropical area and they're like oh look at this lifestyle i'm living you could live this too just buy my course for 29.99 or 40 bucks and i think if you're living so well what do you need my 30 bucks for and and i feel like it's i'm sitting here going Okay, was that just on your vacation or your timeshare where you just snap that video really quick and you're making this as if it's your whole life, um, which, you know, it's, it's fine to go on vacation and whatever, but when you're presenting that as if like it's just your life, and I just, I always wonder what's behind the scenes. And that really, I guess, spoke to me when you mentioned that we're losing that trust online because we see things. And I think most, more often than not, our immediate thought is, what's the lie here? Right. Um and you know, all my buddies who are multimillionaire course grade have been there forever, forever and stuff. Mm -hmm. They are working all the time. Yeah. You know, it's not mm -hmm. like, and they love it. That's why they're doing it, right? Like, exactly. it's not like, you know, I'm just going to have one course and I'll retire. No, there's another thing and they're planning ahead and they're always working and managing and all that stuff. So that dream of not doing anything, A, if you got it, it'll be COVID again, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? Like, right. what would you wake up in the morning for? Yeah, like you have to, we have to have a purpose and a meaning and connection and stuff like that. So that doesn't happen. But I think, so I used to be back in my Google Plus days, I was very pissed off on those marketers who would be like, yeah, pay me $3,000, blah, blah, blah. And I'll show you how to do blah, blah, blah. And then they wouldn't be there, you know, it'll be like an evergreen video course and you can only right. reach them like every once in a while and stuff. And I was like, man, people pay you all this money. You should be there. You should be supporting them. If you really want to make a difference, you should be, you know, holding everybody and answering everybody. And then I went down that route mm -hmm. and I realized <laughs> <laughs> that the price point actually helps you only work with the people who really want to get the work done. Right. right. So if someone pays $20, it's kind of like the gym membership, right? You pay $20, you never show up. You mm -hmm. pay $150 to a personal trainer, you're going to see results. Right. right? Yeah. And that's the price point of courses, right? Like if I pay 20 bucks to a course, nah. if I pay 10,000, mm -hmm. oh man, I'm on top of it. Right. Yeah. 
So it's kind of like, it's not just like how nasty are you and needing my money, but it's like for me to make sure that I actually work, it's like filtering, who do I work with? Right. Wait. Yeah, you're, ba you're basically as a favor to the person who wants, <laughs> wants it to be successful, you're doing a favor by charging them more so that it will work for them. Exactly, right? It's like, it is not me and you. And I've had friends where I gave them access to $10,000 courses. They won't do anything because mm -hmm. they didn't yeah. pay the 10000 right? Right. Yeah, so the free no... really hurts them because mm -hmm. there's no commitment, right? There's exactly. no uh, personal, there's no skin in the game. Yeah, it's too easy to just say, oh, well, I'm, I'm not out anything. So, right? And, yeah. and so you don't really, it's not about like, do you need my 50 bucks? I think 50 bucks is actually hurting you more than helping you, right? Mm -hmm. Like the lower prices are not. Definitely. Are not there. Yeah. yeah. Now, uh, we've talked a lot about kind of the things that are going on in your business, some of the some of the history, but what specifically do you do? How can people support you? Where's the best place for them to, to really give you the love online? Uh, all that stuff. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I uh, and you and I had that experience where you are an expert in what you do, but it's so hard to bring out those gems, right? And bring them out and have a conversation about them and let the world know what you do, unless you're talking to someone, right? right? Uh, and super busy experts like yourself, right? Don't have the time for content. And so they're not consistent and their ideas are not out there and they're not doing videos and then nobody knows about them. And so what I do, I'm kind of like your human prompter. Right. I'm like your human chat GPT, uh -huh. where you and I sit down and I bring out all the gems out of you in like about 30 minutes a month, 30 minutes to 60 minutes a month. Then you leave, you do whatever you need to do. And I turn that gem into all the brand assets that you need. So we have two services. It's called 727 and 747. And that's basically um, talking to you strategically, right? Mm -hmm. About the stuff that you want to be known for. And then taking that and posting it on seven platforms, four times a day, seven days a week. Mm. So that's massive amount of organic branded assets yeah. strategically designed to helping you become, you know, best known in your industry. Um, and it's specifically for real experts because I worked with the fake ones mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't anymore. So right. real experts, right? That have uh, real massive knowledge and they already forgot the stuff that they forgot because that was then right. and this is now and now they're talking from here. Mm -hmm. And I help them bring out the genius and become best known online. That is beautiful. And that was the, the workshop that you yeah. facilitated at NLV, which shout out to Sarah Elkins for pulling that together. That's where you fought. And I met just a few weeks ago was this year's NLV, no longer virtual conference. And your workshop was, um, unknown to best known or going from unknown to best known. And just in that, in that time frame, it was just light bulb after light bulb of even just the title was like, Oh, you know, this has to be, um, this has to be something that I'm on top of. And you, you presented with Amy Blaschka, who we just, we just all love. And, and she made a comment at the beginning about you could be best known for something already, but maybe it's best known for being inconsistent for not getting the thing done <laughs> We like, have a guy in our group that he's best known for don't work with him. Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> well, that was when that thought was, was, was being presented, my head started going, oh no, what am I best known for? And it's probably not what I want to be best known for. Right. And that, that's really interesting because when people start working on their brand, they think they're the one who deciding what the brand is. And it's mm -hmm. usually, it's never them. It's like what other people perceive them to be. 
Right. So when I was uh, interviewing people uh, on my I'm That Geek show, I would get people going like, hey, I want you to do my SEO. I'm like, I'm not an SEO expert. Mm-hmm. Right. I just interviewed someone right. who's an expert and stuff. But through my conversation and everything, and because I was ranking, you know, top in Google search, people are like, nope, you know what to do. And I'm like, I really don't. <laughs> Whatever you're doing is working. <laughs> it's like, I'm like, shit, who's an expert who can do this? Hey, come uh-huh. here, do it. And, you know, I'll be the facilitator. <laughs> <laughs> right. But yeah, it's like, what it, what are you known for? Um, mm-hmm. I'm known for like being the geek, right? Like, oh, I need something techy. She can help me with that. Uh, right. Most of the time that works. But really controlling the narrative, it's very good, right? Because if I go to, if I come to you and I say, Andy, who's the funnels guy? Mm, yeah. Who's the funnels guy? I, I am not good with, no, well, I see, I'm really bad with paying attention to that kind of stuff. So okay, the who's, the, who's the speaker about start with why? Oh, well, that'd be Simon Sinek. That's easy. Yeah. Who's the one who's talking about intimacy and vulnerability? Brene Brown. Who's uh, yeah. the top motivational speaker? Usually Tony Robbins. Who's yeah. the CEO that's like super crazy, jumps from airplanes and all that stuff? <laughs> well, I'm trying to decide, is that Richard Branson or? Yeah, okay. There right? you go. So that's kind of like the stuff where they build a brand in a knowing, right? And they just jump in your mind. Brene Brown, she just wrote a book and had a TED Talk, right? All of yeah. a sudden, she's the top expert, right? Right. Um, same with Simon Sinek. Right, mm-hmm. just had a TED talk. All of a sudden, he's this thing, right? Um, and all you need to do really is be that person in your little circle. Mm-hmm. That you know, because like, okay, who knows about AI? Hey, go talk to Ifat, right? Right. Because I'm in your circle. I'm that geek. Mm-hmm. Right? And because I can only work with like ten people, it's only fine. <laughs> right. Yeah. You're not trying to be flooded with leads to say, you know, it's it's like, okay, you got the best place is when you're like, okay, get in line. As soon as someone you know, is got to where they want to go or, you know, is set up and we have an opening, then we'll welcome right? you in. And so if you're in my circles and I'm that geek and you're sending me all this AI stuff, I'm good, right? Mm-hmm. So all I need to do is really just keep building that brand that other people see it. So that right. when you talk about me, they go like, okay, who's that person? Oh yeah, she posted yeah. lately and it makes sense. Right. right. That's really all you need to do because we're getting to this world where like, I only trust you if I know you. Right. And I only know you if someone referred me, like someone that I trust referred me, or like we had a conversation. But there's so much scam out there that I need to know you. Yeah. Right? I need to see you in video. I need to have a conversation. Mm-hmm. All that other stuff is not gonna work very well, I don't think. Right. Yeah, and and that's where having the real conversation, having the video, that's where it really comes to light on what the true real person is and that's where the authenticity shows through well Yvonne I could just talk to you for hours and hours about all this stuff it's so amazing um is there any one last thing you want to make sure that we get out there about your business before I ask you one last question actually yes so since this is falling in April at the end of this month we are going to have a three-day workshop where I do exactly what I did with Andy and at NLV we only had an hour at NLV. This one's going to be a full day of us working with AI, with ChatGPT, building your thought leadership in real time. So if you want to condense the time and actually get everything yourselves, your marketing, your funnels done in three days while you're being pampered in Austin, Texas, <laughs> uh, it's called thatmastermind.com. We'd love to have you. Thatmastermind.com. And we will that have master- a link 
in the description here so that you can click that really easy. Um, go to it, uh, share it with people who might know, you know, because sometimes, you know, you might be listening and think, oh, I'm not ready to jump into that. But I know this person who needs who I see as best known and the world doesn't yet. And they need to become that person. Yeah. So, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Well, Ifa, what would you uh, what would you give someone as advice? Just one last nugget on how they can own their awkward. Uh, you know what? I think I tell this to my kid. There's no, there's no, the only mistake that you can make is if you didn't learn from it, mm. right? So even if you get punched, you learned, oh, I didn't move, right? right. So that lesson, lesson learned, right? So the more mistakes you make, the faster you learn. We don't learn from the easy stuff, right? Um, and I think Oprah said that. Oprah said, you know, life whispers. And if you don't listen, it's going to hit you in the, in the face with a brick. <laughs> yeah. And, I, and then you get to a point where like, okay, I'm tired of bricks. Let me start listening. <laughs> right? But the only reason you get those bricks is because you're taking chances and you're doing things. And the first time doesn't work, which is fine. You mm -hmm. didn't learn to walk the first time, right? Like imagine everybody was like, the hell with it. Walking is not for me. Right. I fell 10 times already, <laughs> you know? Yeah. So just getting comfortable with the uncomfortableness of, uh, you know, being a beginner, right? right? And just being, this is the first time I'm doing it. And the beauty of it, and this is another thing that I'm learning in Cov, even the top guys, right? Like now I'm sparring with black belts. I'm sparring with the teacher, with the person who was my teacher when I just started, mm -hmm. right? And I'm landing punch punches and I'm moving and stuff. And it's like, I'm like, okay, so even a black belt has stuff to learn, right? Oh, like you yeah. can always refine where you are. It never ends. So knowing that, knowing like you're always going to learn something new. There's always going to be a mistake. There's always ways to improve. And where you are right now is just fine. Mess it up. Mess it like just mess up on purpose. This is what I tell my clients. I was like, I want you to go into a conversation and mess up on purpose and see what happens. And you'll notice the world doesn't end. And sometimes they actually like you more because you're not so pretentious or anything like that. Right. But human. And they're like, oh, okay. They oh, I mess can work up. With I it. can mess up. Everything, you know, is fine. <laughs> so if only awkward, go out and mess up. Just get comfortable getting dirty and, and messy. And I think life will be a play, right? Because that's what kids do, you know? They get messy and they break and all that stuff. And it's more fun. Yeah. Right and before you know it, you're not thinking too much and it's just one great salsa dance. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, Yifa, this has been such a pleasure. It's so great to know you and have you in my circle and and to keep learning from you. And if you, at the very least, be sure you're following Yifa online and you will learn more in the next two days about AI than you ever thought you would in a year. So get on that. Thank you, Andy. Thank you so much. And everybody else, be sure to go out there and own your awkward. Thank you so much for listening in for today's show. Be sure to visit awkwardcareer.com to continue your journey. And of course, please like, subscribe, and share with your friends so they can find their awkward side and learn how to own it. 